Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance, and I am excited to have you guys listening to this podcast today. So on today's episode, I want to talk about some simple habits that you can start to work on to improve your self-discipline, because as you already know, the holiday season is upon us. Thanksgiving is next week, and all the other end-of-year holidays are just pretty much here. And so this is a season where a lot of money is being spent on entertainment, on travel, on gifts, on you know shopping and things like that. And those things are all good to do. However, you want to make sure that as you are you know doing these things, you're keeping your financial goals in mind and you're staying on top of them. And the way you stay on top of your financial goals is by working on your discipline. So we're going to be talking about that and I'll be sharing some habits that you can start to work on to help you improve your self-discipline in order to achieve your goals. But before we get into the episode, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm glad to have you here. If you are a longtime listener, thank you for listening. And I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast if you love what you're listening to. You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast. So SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, just head on over and hit subscribe. And be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a review of the podcast so that other amazing women just like you can find it as well. Also, be sure to stop by clevergirlfinance.com and check out our blog. We are posting new content every single week that can help you as you work on improving your finances. And be sure to check out our courses. So we have a ton of personal finance courses on a variety of topics to help you achieve your goals, budget, invest, work on your business, etc. And one of the great benefits of becoming a course taker on the Clever Girl Finance platform is that you get access to our mentors. And our Clever Girl Finance mentors are there to support, guide, and motivate you as you work on achieving that financial wellness that you know you desire. So they're there whenever you need them. You can schedule calls with them. You can talk to them and get support and guidance and basically leverage them as your accountability partners. And finally, have you picked up a copy of my book, Clever Girl Finance, Ditch Debt, Save Money, and Build Real Wealth? Well, if you haven't, you should. It is a best-selling book. Thanks to you guys. Thank you so much. And it is also a great gift to give this season to the women in your life that you care about to help them improve their finances. So this book is available everywhere books are sold. And you can also get it as an audio and ebook as well. And it's all about helping you work on improving your finances, helping you adjust your mindset and getting to that happy place with your money. So look for it at your bookseller or at your local library. And if your library doesn't have it, you can also request it. So now let's get into this week's episode. Okay, so we're going to be talking about self-discipline and self-discipline is one of those things that you have to actively keep working on every single day. It's something that is always top of mind for me, working on my self-discipline, improving my self-discipline, because it is essentially like a muscle, right? If you don't work it, then it's not as strong. And then you start to slip up and make mistakes and fall off path with your financial goals. And so You know, it's really important that you prioritize your self-discipline because it's what allows you to break your bad habits. It's what allows you to accomplish your long-term goals, your short-term goals, and self-discipline can change your life completely. So I'm going to share some habits that you should consider working on, that I work on, that I use to help me with my self-discipline that can help you as well. So First things first, when it comes to improving your self-discipline, you want to have your goals and write them down somewhere you can see them every single day. And your goals need to be 
things that you can measure, right? So how long is it going to take you? How much can you save towards that thing? How much debt can you pay off every week, every two weeks, every month by when in order to accomplish that goal? You have to be able to measure it so you can track your progress. Um, your goal also needs to be realistic, right? It has to make sense. It has, has to be something that will challenge you, but that you can still attain based on a plan. And when I say realistic, I'm not saying small or easy. So just because a goal is realistic doesn't mean that it is small or easy. You can want to save a million dollars and that can be a realistic goal if you're able to map out a plan and a timeline that you can measure as to how you're going to get there. And it's not about knowing every single step that you're going to take, but it's about laying out an outline and being able to work this plan that you adjust accordingly in order to meet that goal. So write your goals down, right? Once you determine what they are, once you've created the plan for them, write them down and put them somewhere that you can see them every day and plan to review them often. It is so important. Writing your goal down makes it real. So put your goals somewhere like, you know, your phone screensaver, which is what I do sometimes, or at your work desk or in your bedroom or in your bathroom on the mirror. And also set calendar reminders for your goals, you know, on your phone, on your computer calendar. And this way, when you need to take an action, you get an alert that reminds you of what you need to do. And it's really important that you be nice to yourself. So when you write down these goals, as you review your goals, don't scare yourself. Don't shame yourself. Instead, focus on being happy and positive and encourage yourself about the fact that you have this opportunity to be able to pursue your goals. And I'm just going to stress it one more time <laughs> that it's really important that you review your goals often because this is how you make sure that your goals align with the things that you truly want to accomplish for yourself. So the next habit that you want to work on building is basically reminding yourself of why. Reminding yourself of why you started, keeping your end goal in mind, and not allowing yourself to forget the reason why you want to accomplish your goals. And constantly reminding yourself, especially when it gets hard, is how you're going to power through when it gets difficult. Your why is always going to be that motivation that you need to help you get through a difficult situation. When you think about the thing that compelled you to want to improve your finances, right, for your family, for a better lifestyle, for a better quality of life, to move to a different city, etc., etc., that thing, that why, as long as it's something that you truly, truly desire in your heart, is going to be the motivator that you need to keep moving forward. And so it's important that you constantly remind yourself of why you want to be successful, why you want to accomplish your goals. And so with those goals that you write down, write down your why in big, bold letters, write down exactly why you want to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Another habit that you want to consider working on is to practice prioritizing your goals and even your day-to-day, week-to-week action steps. And basically what this means is that you prioritize what you need to do from easiest to most difficult and you know, maybe focus on pursuing the more difficult things first or the things that you don't really want to do first so that you can just get them over with. So things like 
making that extra payment towards your debt or transferring that money to your savings account, right? Those are things that we're, we're not sometimes not always excited to do, right? Because there's distractions like holiday sales, what girl, you know, distractions, things come up that you want to spend money with. But like, you know, setting up your automation, making sure that those bills get paid, making sure that, that you pay your bills early. Those are things that may not be exciting for you to do, especially in the season of spending. But if you get them done first, if it's the first thing on your list that you do for that day or for that week, then once they're done, you don't have the opportunity to have, you know, back and forth mental battles with yourself and then start putting them off another day, another day. And then before you know it, that money has slipped through your fingers and you haven't even accomplished the thing that you had on your list. So practice prioritizing, you know, and consider doing the harder things first. It's a great idea. I do that to myself all the time. This way, it's out of the way and then you can focus and take your time to do the easier stuff because you know you're going to do it anyway because it's easy. The next habit is to know your weaknesses. So take some time out to really assess your weaknesses and then proactively combat them. And this basically is you determining how you might slip up and how you can prevent that from happening. So let's say, I don't know, Black Friday sales, perfect example because that is around the corner. Um, that's something that you just know that every year you're just all over the place with, right? So if you know your weakness is driving by the mall and seeing the Black Friday sales and having to go into shop, then how about you create a targeted list of the things you're going to buy and a fixed budget and plan those things out accordingly so that when that day does roll around, you know exactly what you're spending money on and you don't get distracted by all the other noise, right? So it's all about having a plan and helping that plan help you <laughs> counter your weaknesses. And so taking time out to assess your spending and see where you felt short, see where you overspent, see what state of mind you were, understanding what triggered you basically helps to identify your weaknesses, right? And doing that exercise every few weeks, at least once a month when you're reviewing your budget is one habit that you want to establish to help you stay on top of your finances and achieve your financial goals. Another really simple habit that you can work on building is to use countdowns, right? Like counting down from one to 10, really. Something as simple as that can take you from being completely unmotivated to being super motivated and getting stuff done and getting it out of the way. So for instance, like let's say you need to work on your budget, right? And this is something that takes a bit of time, you know, once a month, you have to spend an hour or so mapping things out, laying out what's coming up. You know, you need some time to build a budget and make sure that it makes sense based on your income. And if you're not feeling motivated to get it done and it's almost the beginning of the month and you haven't worked on this budget, um, just count to 10, you know, real quick, one to 10, get it done and move on. And sometimes that quick countdown can help you shift into the right mental space to help you get motivated. So it sounds silly, but just, it's like that self, it's like pumping yourself up, being your own hype person with that countdown, right? Basically can help you get what you need to get done and keep it moving. So that's like, you know, it sounds random, but I do it sometimes, especially when it's like a difficult thing um, and I get it done and then I move on and I'm happy and I'm glad that it's over with. And the reason why I use budgeting as an example here is that a lot of times, especially when people are just getting comfortable with budgeting, when they're just getting into that habit of creating a monthly budget, they might feel like this budget is a chore, especially if they haven't had a perfect budget, uh, which doesn't really exist because you can't predict life 
you know, sometimes things happen and sometimes you slip up and that's okay because you learn and you keep moving forward. But sometimes, you know, if you are in that space where you're still working on finding your budgeting style and getting comfortable with budgeting, it becomes this difficult thing, which it shouldn't be. But over time, if you can self-motivate, if you can continue to practice budgeting and continuing to continue to adjust and identify areas you need to work on, then it becomes easier and easier and easier. And so sometimes that countdown is just that jump that you need to keep yourself on the path to go through that process to the point where your budget can now be something that you love to do, you know? So anything worth doing is never always easy, especially in the beginning. So when it comes to budgeting, um, it might be difficult now, but it gets easier as long as you stick with it and follow through and make the effort, I promise. (laughs) Another great habit that you should work on is to get in the habit of making yourself accountable for what it is that you want to accomplish because you're less likely to blow off your goals, especially in this season, if someone else is keeping you accountable or you have a way to remain accountable. So, you know, for example, you can get a like-minded friend or colleague or family member who's on the path to also accomplishing big things with their life and with their finances, become your accountability partner. And you guys set a weekly check-in, a standard check-in, a phone call, a FaceTime call, a WhatsApp call, whatever it might be, where you have to meet and share how you're doing. And when you know that person is on that other side and on that day, you have to talk to them and share how you have been doing, you are less likely to you know, fall off with your goals. Uh, So it's really, really important to get accountable. And even if you don't have those accountability partners in your life directly, you can be accountable to yourself. You can set tasks and rewards based on your ability to complete those tasks, right? So being accountable is a habit that you want to establish. Like what is going to happen if you don't do this? I have to explain myself to my friend. What is going to happen if I don't do this? I can't do this other thing. I'm not going to be able to get to that other level. So it's important to keep accountability as one of those things that you leverage, one of those habits that you use to help you get to the next level of accomplishing your financial goals. So let me just recap all the different habits that I just went over that can help you improve your self-discipline and achieve your financial goals. So I talked about writing on your goals and putting them somewhere you can see them every day. I talked about reminding yourself of your why, why you started and why you want to accomplish your goals. I talked about practicing prioritization, prioritizing your goals and trying to do the hardest goals first so that you can get them out of the way and actually get them done before you pursue the easy things. I also talked about identifying your weaknesses and taking time out, making it a habit to take time out to assess how you're doing with your finances so that you can identify your triggers where you're falling short and keep an eye on your weaknesses and also come up with ways to tackle those weaknesses. And then I talked about using a countdown as a tactic. So making a countdown a habit you use as a tactic to help you just do the things that you don't want to do so you can get it done and just not waste time and just keep making progress towards your goals, towards the things that you want to accomplish your finances. And then finally, I talked about leveraging accountability as a tool that you can use to stay focused on your financial goals. So keeping yourself accountable or 
finding people in your life who are like-minded to keep you accountable and making it a habit to just pursue that accountability to get you to that next level. So I hope these habits are things that you consider working on. And, you know, I definitely believe that they can help you. They have helped me. My self-discipline is something that I focus on working on every day. And I can tell you that not every day is perfect. There are times where I slip up and I make mistakes and I go overboard, but I leverage these, this process of building these habits and working on these habits to kind of reel me back in. And keep in mind that when it comes to working your self-discipline, it's all about making the commitment to improve and then picking yourself back up when you slip up. And so, um, yeah, you know, pick one. If there's one thing you take away from this podcast episode, pick one habit that you're going to spend the next few days, the next few weeks working on, right? There's that saying that it takes 21 days to form a habit. So pick one or pick two things and then focus on it over the next 21 days and use it as a way to help you build new habits and, you know, kind of like get on that focused path, especially during the season to work on and achieve your financial goals. So I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode of the podcast and you are ready to take action. And if you have loved this episode and love what you've been listening to with the Clever Girls Know podcast, please head over to wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe and be sure to leave a review. Tell your friends about it. Tell your colleagues, your family, so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. And be sure to stop by clevergirlfinance.com, check out our blog, check out our courses, and also stop by the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel and check out the new videos that I have on there to share with you guys as well. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you on the next episode.